Five hundred dollars sure was a packet of money. Deputy Sheriff Clifford Brentwood whistled beneath his bushy mustache and pressed the wanted poster against the wall with his fingertips. He extracted a nail from the pocket of his vest, held it to the top of the poster, retrieved the hammer that hung from the back of his belt, and knocked the nail into the paint-chipped wall outside the saloon. Then he tipped his hat back from his forehead to survey his work, his hands on his hips. The man in the photograph in the center of the poster, Wild Clay Craddock, had a long black beard and empty eyes. Beneath his face, a $500 reward was posted in thick black numbers, followed by a list of the outlaw's crimes. The murderer, cattle rustler, and horse thief had been a scourge on the Wyoming Territory landscape for three long years. But Clifford knew it was only a matter of time until either the Pinkerton detectives or one of the sheriff's men caught up with him. He'd hit a local ranch only two weeks earlier, taking two dozen cattle and a half dozen horses, and Sheriff Frank Gillard was certain he was still in the area. He'd tasked the young deputy with hanging as many posters around town as possible, in the hope that someone would spot the man and tip off the authorities. Clifford pushed his hat back down over his forehead and strode along the covered sidewalk toward the sheriff's office. At 23 years of age, he wanted more than anything to make his mark in the world. He'd been working under the renowned Sheriff Gillard for only six months, and he was eager to learn as much as he could from the man who'd hung more outlaws than any other sheriff in the Northwest. He pushed through a set of swinging doors and into the sparsely decorated sheriff's office. Morning, Cliff, Deputy Sheriff Nathaniel Wynn called in his nasal twang. Good morning, Nat. How are you on this fine day? He smiled and walked to the far wall. Wanted posters lined the space from floor to ceiling. He always liked to peruse them each morning, scanning the faces so they'd be seared into his mind. I'm well. The boss should be in shortly. Had to stop by the post office first. Did you get those posters hung like he asked? I did. Clifford studied the wall, taking in the rows of Stetsons bearded faces, steely eyes, and dirty neckerchiefs looped around thin necks. Today's the day, Nat. For what, Cliff? Nat studied a ledger on the desk in front of him, quill raised in one hand over the paper. We're gonna get wild Clay Craddock. Nat looked at Clifford with one eyebrow raised. Is that so? Yep. Clifford spun around and smiled at Nathaniel his teeth flashing white beneath his blonde-flecked beard. Well, that would be something. Bunch of rough-looking bounty hunters coming to town after that reward money. Guess you're planning on beating the lot of them, huh? Nat grinned and spun the quill between his fingers. You bet. Clifford slapped his thigh with one hand and pulled a silver revolver from the holster that hung low on his hips. He spun the chamber, examining it as it twirled. He cleaned it thoroughly last night, as he did every night, and the silver gleamed in the morning sunlight. The front doors flipped inward and Sheriff Gillard strode into the office, his hat pulled low over his brow. Morning, Nat. Cliff. Anything I should know? Yep. Nathaniel jumped to his feet and followed the sheriff into his office. Bounty hunters been arriving by the dozen over the past twenty-four hours. 
just as you predicted, sir, he said as the sheriff hung his hat and coat on the coat rack by the door. Clifford trailed behind them and inched into the room to stand just inside the door. Good. Maybe one of them will lead us to him. We'll let him do some of the work for us. Gillard chuckled and flipped through a stack of papers on his desk, his eyes scanning the contents. I was thinking we should go back out to the Larson Ranch and see if they might have some idea of where the gang went to, said Clifford. Gillard looked up with a frown and pushed his fingers through his spiky brown hair. Is that so? We've already asked them all about it, and they didn't tell us nothing helpful. What makes you think anything would be different if we went out there again? Well, I'm thinking they've got to have some idea which direction the cattle went, since with the dry weather we've had there's bound to be tracks. 